Hello. Hello. Hiya, and welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, FriendlyRich.com, and welcome back to the podcast. On episode 54, we go deep with the daring artist. She just last Thursday got her master's from the University of Toronto's Faculty of Music. Congratulations to this week's special guest, Olivia Short. Enjoy this talk with Olivia. This is our indoor voice because we're here in the basement lobby of the University of Toronto's Faculty of Music. In the background you hear, right, we're outside our backs are to the brick of Walter Hall. I'm here with Olivia Short. Hello. Welcome to the podcast Industry Tactics. Oh, very fancy. It is quite fancy and regal. And listen to that violin. Somebody's in there, probably a fourth-year student. We'll get her name, because if this audience lets out, by the way, gentle listener, we will take all of our shit. And run and for the hills. And we will run for the hills, and we'll run the rest of the podcast on battery power. <laughs> Except, I don't know where my bag went. That Oh, it's in here. Yeah, we're going to do this on battery power if this shit runs if you hear a bunch of strangers coming out. So we're kind of doing a, it feels good because it's like it's got this level of like we're not even supposed to be here. There's a dude across the way on his laptop. Listen to that clapping. And so we're in. Welcome to Industry Tactics, Olivia. Thank you for having me. This is lovely. Oops. Isn't it fun <laughs> to be here in the, in the University of Toronto? Now you're a graduate of the University of Toronto, correct? Yes, I'm actually just finishing up my master's right now. Uh, do you have to do one of these silly recitals? I do. <laughs> it's uh, it's May 10th. That's my birthday. Is it? Wow. It'll be just for you. Oh, man, shit. So uh, is that your master's? Yeah. Master's recital in? Uh, saxophone performance. You have got to love that. And what will you? What kind of repertoire will you be playing to get you through to win your masters? Well, uh, a lot of baritone zat stuff, actually. So fun. Super fun. Um, it's a pretty cool recital. I'm doing a piece by Monica Pierce. Wow, yeah. Uh, good shout out to Monica Pierce. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. And she's actually leaving. She's going to the U.S. Uh, I think, oh, in a week. Okay. Yeah, her fiance's based there. So okay. she's going to be with him. Wow, right on. That's amazing. 
Yeah, and then I'm playing a piece by uh, Anna Klein. She's a UK okay. composer based in the US. Okay. It's called Choke. It's this like very angry baritone sats piece with electronics. Oh, uh, wow. It's super cool. <laughs> uh, the electronics are pre-programmed? Yeah. Great. And then uh, in Walter Hall, this is gonna happen in yeah. Walter. Holy shit! It's be so fun. weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're you're you feeling good about it? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, um, then I'm doing a piece by Marcos Balter. He's okay. a Brazilian guy based oh, yeah, in sure, the U.S. Sure. Uh, and Holy it's for cow. baritone sats and bass flute. I'm really excited for that one. It's yeah. gonna be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then because uh, we have to do sonatas, so I'm doing uh, the Albright Sonata, which okay. is for alto saxophone and piano. Wow. Wow! Yeah. Wow, and um, and that's that. That's the program that gets you through it. That gets you. It gets me <laughs> the paper. Yeah, good, good. How long a ride has that been for you? Two years. Two years, and I did an artist certificate just before that. With 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 the Royal Con. Uh no, just here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I want to say that uh, usually we kind of work our way up to it, but since we landed here at the Faculty of Music, I mean, we, so so. Maybe give our gen our gentle listeners a background on on how you came to uh, to to be the musician you are and and fall in love with it, with it you know yeah. with, with sax- how you came to saxophone all that bit. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I st- I played piano like a million people did very yeah. badly, <laughs> uh, and then I just ended up doing it in middle school. And where'd you grow up? Uh, North Bay. So about North five Bay. hours north wow. of here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was really lucky because the music programs weren't bad and they like actually That's had what instruments. I hear. And That's what I hear about uh, North Bay. Yeah. It's got so that reputation of having some good music educators. Yeah. There. yeah. There was a, uh, the problem is now that like the population is changing and the numbers are diminishing. So a lot of those programs are being condensed uh-huh. or, or changed or have like. Too bad. Were eradicated at one point and then became guitar programs and then like some schools are trying to build up these yeah. band programs again. So yeah. it's a weird time of change for I think that part of Ontario. Okay, okay. As far as education goes, hmm. um, so super lucky and yeah, I uh, played it in middle school and high school mm-hmm. and then I ended up playing baritone sats in high school because oh, shit. I don't know. I think I'm a magpie, so I think that's why I played saxophone because it's that shiny. Mean? Uh, I like shiny, sparkly things. A magpie? That the yeah. Mag- magpie's the bird. Like, I love that bird. Yeah. What do you mean you're a magpie? Magpies uh, like shiny, sparkly things. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. They like collect Great. shiny things for their nests and stuff. Oh, that's right. And so... Uh, Great that we, we're, we're already, we're four minutes in here and we've already had a good bird, good, a little bit of bird talk. Are you a fan of the bird? Uh... I do enjoy them, yes. I yeah. think they're like they're lovely little birds. <laughs> Aren't they the best? <laughs> a magpie, and you don't see a magpie around here. So, in growing up in North Bay, would you see any no- magpie? No, no, you're not seeing the Alberta bound. You got to be Alberta yeah. bound to see a, ma- a magpie. Yeah. Or Germany, you can see a lot of them in Germany. <laughs> I didn't know that part. If I'm bl- I'm loving with that bird. It's a beautiful bird. Okay, so keep going, <laughs> keep going. So you're you're you, you you got the saxophone in your hands. Who were some of your early teachers? Uh. I didn't have a teacher t- really till high school. So yep. uh, his name was Chip Keen. He Chippy. Yeah, he led the military band up in North Bay. Oh, wow. uh, and because the military wasn't super big, mm-hmm. they had to recruit like community members. So I ended up playing in that band. Oh, wow. Uh, great, great, great way in. Yeah. Great way in. There's a community need. You filled it. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up playing baritone sets. And actually... Um, there's a, 
a guy from North Bay named Charantha Bedegay. Do you know him? No. He's an awesome saxophone player. He okay. teaches over at Humber. He All right. Like mostly plays baritone sats, yeah. but does other stuff too. Yeah. Um, but I always remember in high school, he like came by our high school and you know did the very sort of motivational talk of like, here's my life and this is what I'm doing. And yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. that is so cool. Uh, you, you're talking about it today, so clearly had an impact, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just, I don't know, hearing that someone from my city was actually doing something interesting with their life with music in the yeah. arts and um, you know, he had pr pursued degrees in the U.S. and taught there for a while, mm -hmm. and then um, now he's based at Humber. But it was kind of like this neat thing, and uh, I feel like that kind of helped motivate me to stay within music and the arts. Well, yeah, because it's a hard, it's a hard ride, right? And oh my God! I yeah. mean, yeah, like the we're going to talk a little bit about like any of the the falls or or, or or weird turns you've had and like what's kind of kept you on to continuing to make music and persevering yeah um i'm, I'm interested in that but um okay so so you're you're i mean uh, who were some of your early influences how did you get hooked on the shit <laughs> um well i i'm not sure if i got hooked so early as like in high school or anything yeah. but um honestly like I knew at some point uh, I had wanted to be a veterinarian. Like when I was a kid, that oh was wow. like the route. Yeah. And then at some point uh, in high school, I, I just kind of remember I was actually in a physiotherapy appointment um, because I used to run cross country. Oh yeah, cool, great. Was not I was not that athletic, but yeah. I was trying to be. Yeah. And I remember as the physiotherapist was like pushing into my hip mm -hmm. and I was feeling all this pain and she's just like, so what do you want to do in university? And I just accidentally said music. And my mom was oh. there and she's like, what? <laughs> she said, buckle up. Uh, and, and then I kind of was like, oh yeah, I think that is what I want to do. So yeah. I ended up just applying here um, and Western and Nice. wanted to go to the biggest city possible because north bay okay. is about fifty thousand. yeah you want so to turn it upside down yeah <laughs> exactly what, what was that like when you moved here um i was super excited i yeah. i loved it um i don't know people always talked about that transition like you know going from a smaller yep. place to a bigger place and yeah, i don't yeah. think i really ever had that because i think i just wanted so badly to be out mm. that i was sort of willing to accept mm -hmm. anything that wasn't north bay Fair enough. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's such a that's an exciting thing, eh? To yeah. To 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 expand that like y th those limits of when you're you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I was pumping gas at a gas station where, like growing up, it's like that's as far as my reach was. Recently, yeah. And I was like, holy shit! Like when this was the end of my world, this gas station oh at man. Dixie Road and Williams Parkway. When that was the end of the world for me, like yeah. that's as far as I could walk, right? Oh and now, now to think of like how big the world seems, it's like it's awesome, right? Like like breaking that open and getting out there and meeting all kinds of new people and yeah. So well, yeah, so you move out here. Um, did it treat you well? Like university was ex yeah. exciting. How, how uh, was that? University was exciting in some yeah. ways. I don't know. I always think like maybe. I might have wanted to do other things like maybe travel first. Sure, you know? sure. But. Whatever, you know, when you you've already know. done stuff, you don't really know what it would have been like if you'd done it differently. Hey, hey. You, uh, know, you can't write this shit. <laughs> um, I think school in so many ways has been really good for, yeah. like, meeting other people and networking yeah. and um, learning about a lot of different 
things like even within my own little world of music yeah i really didn't know that much when i when i got here i was 17 and it was kind of like contemporary music watch that <laughs> like yeah. nickelback plays on the radio all the time in north bay yeah yeah uh, so getting here was kind of awesome because it was just like just getting hit with everything like all these different stuff in music yeah. and all these different things in theater and dance and just like meeting all these people doing weird ass stuff What's and some of the weird shit that really struck you um i'm trying to think back when i was in university uh there were some things actually my teacher in my undergrad that what he was doing um wallace holiday wallace holiday shout out yeah uh a lot of the projects he was doing oh it was yeah, just come on stuff it was music by composers that i didn't know at that time and like now are are, yeah. are very very familiar to me you know like yep. donatoni goodbye delina sure um so i think seeing a lot of stuff he you gotta was hit doing. those coffins hard <laughs> right you gotta play those coffins um and some of the stuff greg oh oh greg oh <laughs> shout out to yes to greggy i i was hi greg hi greg <laughs> i feel like he's the one who really um showed me a lot of the stuff within theater and dance that was really interesting yeah um i remember I forget which summer, but at Summer Works, he had done this uh, Barbie opera. Oh, sure. Was that was uh, the uh, Aaron Gervais, right? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I think so. And I just, I remember being there and like, yeah. wasn't sure if I got it, but I loved it anyways. And I was like, this is so weird and cool. And I yeah. just wanted to do more of that. That's fine. Yeah, well, no, Greg's, uh, Greg's uh, yeah, he seems a real master for knowing all that weird, kooky shit. You know, I... Uh, a well of, of s and staying on top of it i really yeah. admire that um in in what he's bringing to it i, I think he's yeah. got such an important place in this building in the u of t uh, as is wallace and yeah. and, and all, all all of these voices you know it's that's great that's fantastic so so they're they're it's good to hear that they're an inspiration on you i feel like we connected at some point while you were here because because of greg it was, was it uh greg? Okay, yeah okay. it was pictures at an exhibition ah, we did right, that right, up right, in right, the right, lobby right, right. okay that's right i remember <laughs> it okay, was just like ed rifles playing drums right i think david was there playing clarinet or sats oh yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah. like I, re I remember jeff burke was playing theremin oh, shit. um it seemed like a weird big setup and i just remember it being fun. like a sunday afternoon or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember that fondly that went well yeah and so um you you definitely so that isn't that interesting like how you gravitated towards all this kooky stuff like is that the kind of musician you are is that the kind of human you are like why aren't you making oh yeah. baroque music you know like don't you find that interesting I hadn't How thought we of that. Towards the kooky. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I it definitely has to do with the kind of person I am. Like, yeah. I, uh, as a kid, like I remember, I had a phase where every day I would wear clothes only in one color. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be all blue one day, or all orange, or yeah. all green. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I was normal, but not. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like it has it to do with being who I am and I was just like yeah. I like weird things and I like experimental stuff and I like seeing stuff that isn't just like yeah. chord 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 well, I really liked um, when we shared a stage together recently uh, you know uh, Sarah Jane Scouten who also was on this podcast recently played before you and then it was you guys and it's like on a night in Toronto you can hear like hymns sung you know yeah mandolin and guitar uh like kind of 
old country style singing than John Cage by you guys. Yeah. And, and half the crowd didn't get it. Another half was like, I, I heard some of the Europeans were really loving it, you know, and that's, that's beautiful to me. It's like, it's like, you know, there's this like diversity in, in programming and, and what you bring. And I think that's really cool to me is like the, you know, I'm, yeah, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I like the, um, I like the fact that you're into weird shit and, um, I don't know, you know, it's, uh, yeah. So where, where do you see it going now? Like, what do you, are you, com- you're composing your, yeah, I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. Uh, I don't know yet. Um, that's a interesting, like, a great interesting. question. Um, and it was, when a, it was I a shite question. I'm d- disappointed. Uh, I drove, drove that out of a cliff, but thank you. No it problem. It is a good question. I want to know where you want to go with this stuff. Uh, this diet. This is diet. Uh, I currently don't know. I I feel like I am the person who I like to try a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I kind of just go with whatever is working and what I like doing and who I like working with. And then I kind of just roll with it and stuff seems to happen. So the velvet crystals, that's your four piece or is that yeah. s- that's continuing? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. had our second concert after oh, the gig with you. Right on. That's nice to hear. Uh, yeah. And we're trying to figure out some more gigs okay. and figure out some more sets to do. And Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. What a talented bunch. And how do you... How did you connect with them? Well, so all of them I've known from different things. Like Catherine Watson, who was the flute player. Yeah. Um, she and I went to school around the same time. So we've known each other a long time. Okay. Um, she was actually my frosh leader when I was in oh. first year. So we oh. first met when I when I got here. Uh, and then Austin LaMarche, yes. um, I met through another friend, Wesley Shen. Okay. I don't know if you know him. He's a great harpsichord yes. player and pianist. Yes, I do. I and do. So he I think he played in pictures at an exhibition too, if I'm oh not mistaken. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I totally forgot that. Yeah. Um and cool. so he had done a piece with her at um I organized this concert for TCML for the pers- partic- sorry, I am talking way too fast. TCML, I was about to explain what that is. I'm just like la 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 all the words excited. right now. Yeah. Um I run a workshop called the Toronto Creative Music Lab. Oh yeah, okay, great. And great. It, I'm yeah. not the only person who runs it. Sure. There are five other people. Yeah, right on. But uh in our first year uh I curated a concert. Uh-huh. So I asked a bunch of people who were either going to be participants in the workshop or just some other friends to perform yeah. for the participants. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, cuz we had a lot of people from out of town, so it was kind of nice to be like look at people who are, you know, yeah. your peers like look what they're doing yeah so wesley this great keyboard player um he wanted to do a bunch of percussion pieces and clapping pieces Uh like there was one we had done called patty cake okay yeah Uh, so we learned that with greg oh yeah and so he asked this percussionist austin to do that with him and a couple other pieces and so i met her there and then she actually did tcml the next year so last summer nice um, and I got to know her through our workshop, and then I was just like, "This person is very cool." And I that's w- how it goes. Eh? I don't know. I just yeah. like, I like yeah. when I meet someone, yeah. and I've got yeah. the right vibe from them, yeah. and it seems like it'll work. I feel like it's kind of like dating. You know, you're like, "Oh, it's is this gonna be a thing?" Yeah, you know, it's so much fun, and it, it's building family and network, yeah, and, and, and uh, yeah, and community around around what you and music and other people's music, your own music, yeah, you know, a whole bit, yeah. And with Emily, who, who's our viola player, right, right, right. um our masters sort of overlapped around the same time so okay. i met her there yeah. initially and then i just see her essentially like every concert i see with viola that's new music stuff i usually see her playing wow. um wow. she's really busy and then she also did tcml mm. tcml last summer 
and so I got to know her better and yeah. it was just kind of like it felt yeah. right and I asked yeah. them all I was like I want to do this weird band and so I was like so that was you, eh? you like you you formed it you you, yeah. you helped spark yeah. it yeah yeah good and then we kind of met at my house uh-huh. uh, in the fall uh-huh. and we you know uh, we were trying to figure out what we wanted it to be and yeah. I sort of wanted something where um, I could have a, a safe space to create music and weird theater and dance yeah. and yeah. not feel I guess there's just a lot of judgment in classical music or it feels like there is. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know if I'm just an insecure person, but it's nice no, to I'm feel sure it's there. <laughs> Although I could be insecure too, so <laughs> anyway. Um, so I talked to them about like I said, I'm not particularly good at writing music and I wanted to get better. Right and on, right I was on. like, I wanna improvise more and I wanna work yeah. with electronics and yeah. I wanna work with silly instruments that aren't saxophones and um, they all seem pretty down with that. That so. sounds like the mission for all of us. Like, let's get into this. Yeah. yeah. And and great that there's this little um, team now around. Like, I, th- I think that's how you get better at it. Is yeah. Just, is just doing it. So like, yeah. that's great that they're behind you and doing it. And I heard about how you created a uh, Google Doc for um, <laughs> our, our name for naming the velvet crystals, <laughs> that which took is us great. So long. Which is great. No, no it's good collaboration. <laughs> I mean, We'd all write like in writing, collaboration yeah. in yeah, I know the whole thing. That's fun. Yeah, so it's worked out really nicely, and it just seems like we're all sort of on the same page of wanting to yes. have fun, but wanting to try stuff and wanting to do cool things. And I like how I like how you were saying like I don't, I don't really know where I'm going. Is that is that scary? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. It's not always scary. So like today, you said you were you were teaching uh, at a at a pri- that's a private school, right? Yeah. yeah teaching saxophone to young girls great mm-hmm. like that i can get behind that yeah um so there's teaching is a part of your life um, yeah i love teaching um i remember being in high school and yeah. knowing for sure i was like i will never be a high school teacher okay good it was yeah. just not You're my not jam good, but i understand yes. well i in grade 12 i i had a free period all morning so i would go and help with the grade nine classes and i yeah. just remember thinking like I respect music teachers so much, like school music teachers, where um, they have to go in and have potentially 20 to 50 kids in front of them and deal with it. God bless them. Yeah, and I just realized it was not really my jam to want to learn every single instrument to somehow make that happen and also deal with, like, depending on your school situation, like how much money the school has. Does the principal care about your music program? Mm -hmm. Do you, like... You know, you as the music teacher now spend extra time after school or before school yeah. for rehearsals. It's yeah. like yeah. you dedicate so much, and yeah. not that that's not a worthy cause. Yeah. It just, uh, I don't know. I, no, I feel no, like it would it's depend. Not the life for you, but it's like I, I, you also feel like there's a place for you in music education, and it's broken so open now in terms of giving part of yourself to music education yeah. that you don't necessarily that's one way to do it and that's always been the only way in a lot of for yeah. a lot of people right that's true if you're going to be a music teacher like that it's that or studio music teaching at long mcquay but yeah. i think there's a big untapped area that's growing and fostering along now right so yeah i like private teaching that's cool because you actually get to see well you you know you, there's the that advantage of the yeah. one-on-one and yeah. um understanding each person develops differently i think that was always the thing that frustrated me in watching a classroom is that you have say 30 kids yeah. and there might be three of them who uh just don't learn like everybody else but because 
Yeah. That's just the way school is, and there's nothing you can do about it unless you're, you're at a. Accept it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and so I found that frustrating, but one-on-one it's like, you can actually see like, this is how they learn and this is what they like and this is what they don't like. And this is where they could get better. And like, you can actually see everything about that person. So I love private teaching. Uh, isn't it interesting too? Like the, like how serious you should probably take it because it's like (laughs) one bad teacher could turn a kid off music for his his or her whole life. And it's like, yeah. Right. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't I like know. to think about that kind of stuff though when, no. when dealing on the day to day because it's like yeah I mean every interaction's important though <laughs> um yeah what were some of those moments where you might have had your future in music where it might have been at risk I'm sure if have you ever thought of like oh, fuck it I'm gonna help dogs or birds <laughs> go back to that veterinarian dream actually yeah, yeah. so. Um, after I had worked through my undergrad, I kind of hated everything about music. I yeah. was very frustrated yeah. and, um, it'll do that to you sometimes. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's 21. So, you know, yeah, I was sure, a little dumb. Sure. And <laughs> well, you might've also had your expectations of the way you thought it was going to go. Yeah. It went. It went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It went and I, yeah. uh. I just remember feeling very frustrated mm-hmm. and not wanting to do it. So I applied for a job wow. in an office. Um, I have been a edu- an education, sorry, look, okay. educational yeah. tour leader. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. And so what that meant is, um, for a couple summers, I would go on trips with school groups. Okay. It'd be the teachers and the kids, but you know maybe it'd be a grade ten class, yeah. grade ten history class going to New York, oh, wow. uh, and I'd go with them for five days. And so it'd be kind of like, oh, we're now going down Fifth Avenue. And if you look to your left, you'll see this and that sort of thing, Interesting. Uh, which was super fun. So I (laughs) applied for a job in the office because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Of that place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I started working in that office and I was essentially making up the trips. So there were sales reps on one side and then I was in operations and they would come and be like, okay, I have a music teacher who wants to go to New Orleans for a week. Um, I need you to price it and do all these things, which I'd never done before. So it was very like, ah. Good to learn those chops though. I think they can come in (laughs) handy when booking just about anything. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. and. Uh, I worked there full time and then on yeah. Saturdays I would teach one day a week in Oakville. Wow. So I, I kept up music in that way. Yeah. But as I did that job, I just realized it wasn't right for yeah, me. Yeah, it helps um, define what <laughs> you don't want to be doing. Yes. I important. Had important. this moment where yeah. because of where my desk was, yeah. I would I was kinda hidden, so I would put all my folders on the floor <laughs> because somehow my brain yeah. thought this is more, you know, <laughs> this makes more sense. Like, put them on the floor. But I could see them better and, like, see understand where things were supposed to go for all the trips. Yeah. But people would walk by and be like, what have you done to your desk? Yeah. And I was like, this makes sense in my brain. But then yeah. I was starting to have those moments of, like, yeah, I don't brain. belong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am the weird one in the office. Totally. Um, and eventually, I, I ended up quitting that job after about yeah. a year. Yeah. Because I just was not happy. And there were... Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if you get this, but sometimes uh, I feel like a lot will happen all at once. Yeah. 
and it was just so many things happening at once and i was like so unhappy in this job and yeah. i was like i have to go yeah no 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 for um, sure for sure so yeah that was definitely a period where i wasn't really playing very much but i was still teaching and through teaching i was like i that was that was after undergrad yeah like, okay so you had your undergrad and then you were led probably with vigor to your masters right because it helped i think you probably knew what you wanted a little more yes well yeah. i had a four-year gap there so i was very Great. sure of like yeah i want to come back to school and yeah. i want to be here yeah. And yeah that's that's empowering i think to yeah because you're not the same person going in if you were no. to have gone in right after undergrad yeah it yeah. Would, yeah it would yeah. have been very different yeah. the four years i spent it was like working in an office for a year um, I went to Europe for a month yeah. and then I just worked all these random jobs. Like I did a lot of front of house for different theaters and wow. I worked for some festivals. It's and such an interesting, like just the, the rides of so, yeah. ma so many trying to figure it out. Right. And the, yeah. I'm hearing that. So like, when do you join the element choir? When does Christine Duncan change your <gasps> oh, life? Oh, okay. So she is linked to me through um, Michael Coldrass. Oh, yeah, great. Um, How do you know Michael Coldrass? So in the fourth That's year fun. of my undergrad, uh -huh. we, well, actually, I guess the third year, we had won, me and three other saxophone players had yeah. won the concerto competition. So wow. we did it with Michael Coldrass's Urban Requiem, which is for sats quartet and wind ensemble. Wow. So we played that in my fourth year. I got to meet Michael. Um, Wonderful. Who is... What an inspiration. Yes. Yeah like a beautiful human yeah, being man. and yeah. just like so kind totally. and gives his time when he can so he got to know us and he worked oh, with our wow. quartet charming charming uh and so through him i, I would every once in a while see him at concerts mm -hmm. when he was still going out fairly frequently mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sometimes he invited uh people over to his house to work on some of his exercises from his books mm. and uh he just one day was like oh have you ever heard of the element choir and I had kind of, but it, I wasn't fun. really sure. He's like, oh, I used to do it all the time. Oh, and it wow, he's I like, it's really fun. Um, That's super cool. So it was through Michael that wow, I ended wow. up emailing Christine. and was like, could I join the choir? The thing I noticed about Christine is any so anytime someone does that, she's responding. It's yeah. like, it's, it's just this like bucket of awesome, right? It's like, okay, yeah. you're, you're part of the club. And That's how you build community. I really yeah. think like for me, it's like, she doesn't miss a human. No. It's, it's, it's that. There's a, oh, you've shown a willingness. Boom, I can engage it. You know, that's yeah. That's special. It, she is really special, and that yeah. choir is really special because she totally. brings in yeah. everybody. Like, it's not just filled with musicians. Like, she has mm -hmm. a lot of her own vocal students who join. Right. Um, but no, there no, are some people who are like than that. Yeah. filmmakers. There yeah. are people who are academics, but in nothing related to music. Yeah. Like these people yeah. just find her, or like she meets them, yeah. and she finds a way to engage them. Like yeah. her, the whole hand system and everything That's That's is it. incredible. Yeah. yeah, and it's a nice way to see that, you know, you don't have to be able to read music to yep. be engaged in music and be Thank a part you. of the arts. Thank and I love you. that. Yeah, me too. Um, and me I think it's cool. And she like really knows she gets to know people in the choir like she knows yep. who likes to do solos and like yep. who is good at certain sounds and yep. like she starts to collect that knowledge yeah, yeah, so yeah, she yeah, can yeah, also because yeah. we're essentially her instrument yeah. that's how i look at it yeah um so she knows how to play us <laughs> oh that's so beautiful that's great yeah. i love being in that choir and then through that choir um I've been able to a few times uh sing behind tanya Tagak, which has been wonderful. really yeah. yeah yeah really wonderful she is yeah. a badass. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. 
she's breaking music as we speak yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 i i mean maybe that ties in a little bit because the tagax i find very inspiring on on twitter and and lately you've been to me too in in just calling people out on their on their shit can you talk a little bit sure. about that recent debate yeah. with that you had with um mervon meta from the rcm yeah and what's your what's your twitter account if though for those of you listening <laughs> who want to check out the back and forth between uh, olivia short it's sh- short uh it's actually just olivia underscore short and that's short with two t's do it yeah do yourself that's a favorite, my twitter listener and follow this thread but what sparked that commotion long well, overdue commotion funny enough um grego has a little bit of something to do oh with that boy. again <laughs> instigation uh like i was already uh, i usually look at people's programs like uh, how they're programming yeah. seasons yeah. and yeah, yeah. you know i'm looking at the big people like the tso the yeah. royal conservatory i'm looking at the coc like i like to keep track of what people are doing um just in general in toronto yeah uh I haven't fully figured out why I do that other than I just like kind of keeping tabs on stuff in the city. But uh, I guess so much of the last few years for me in music and in the arts, my focus has been thinking about um, gender equity and then like just literally any kind of diversity, (laughs) whether it's thinking about able to define diversity. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, you know, is this just a question about, you know, your race or is this also thinking about like physical differences? And anyways, uh, I'm going to walk and talk because I have a feeling this concert is letting out. Keep going on the subject of while we walkish and talkish. We're gonna go on battery and hopefully this fucker don't run out. Let me just check. Yeah, we got, we got, you know what? We got full bars. I think we can do on it. On our batteries. So if I it believe just, in us. W- if this podcast is just, I believe in you, Olivia. <laughs> if this podcast is just going to end, gentle listener, it has been a a hooey, a hooey. Ooh. We're gonna, ooh, clickety clack train coming back it's the blues in the night we are gonna walk like skeptics and curmudgeons through the doors of the walter hall and we're we're attached i'm i'm connected with olivia short and we're taking a break on this fantastic discussion about instigation and we're going to walk into, because I think it merits it, the conversation merits a walk through, gent- ooh, gentle listener, philosopher's walk. It's we're beautiful. We're going to park our arses in philosopher's walk. It's a beautiful sunny day. Oh my, oh my. It's a beautiful sunny day. Listen to those magpie. Where were we? Where were we? Uh, yeah, so we were just talking about sort of what instigated um, my whole discussion on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and... Maybe ooh, down there? Yeah, let's go down here. Yeah. And so part of it is just my own motivation, thinking about You've been, yeah, equity were, and yeah, yeah, diversity. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, feeling frustrated like a lot of people. <laughs> and as far as what a lot of programmers have done, which is... Yeah. Program a lot of male composers. Yes. 
and mostly white yes composers or even potentially of white performers and not looking at like yep. who yep. they have creating or performing the music and so yeah yeah and uh, you know i had just been looking at the tso's cre- new creations festival okay. and okay okay thinking about how for a festival that's supposed to be celebrating new art yeah uh, that it had it was only featuring Vivian Fun, who is amazing, and I really respect her. Right. Uh, but that that was it. Yeah. And that was really disappointing. I was like, how is this festival, which gets, you know, okay, this spotlight shone on it. It's done through the Toronto Symphony, and of course now it's finished. Like this was the last year of it, which I didn't know um, until recently. But. You know, so how does this happen? It, it just it just ended. It just ended now. Then is that yeah, right? it was kind of finishing as Peter Unjin was leaving. Uh, mm. They only had a certain amount of funding with it, anyways, and okay. it, it was sort of only planned to last ten to fifteen years. And yeah, so it was like for an orchestra that's supposed to represent us, why are they not representing the city? And yeah. so I found that frustrating. Yeah. yeah. And then I was looking at when the RCM launched their 21C festival again and like okay this is supposed to be the 21st century festival yeah, yeah. kind of a hilarious name for a festival as it yeah right as it stands what are we it, because why because it's the 22nd well, century that we're in <laughs> yeah right well at what point does it stop being 21C like how long do they expect it to last if they call it the 21C festival is it only supposed to last oh, this century shit. oh shit oh shit not too forward thinking I say I say and so I was looking at their programming and it was the same thing. It was like, yeah. I had gone through all the composers and it was like, okay, five out of eight concerts had only yeah. male composers. And then the other three concerts had just a, just a few more female composers on them, but yeah. it wasn't much. It was really disappointing to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It is a letdown. It is a letdown. I mean, so, okay. So you tweet them. Well, I, I'm almost there. You go. I, I was venting my frustrations to a few people, and uh, yeah. I've been in a class with Greg O that he's been teaching over yeah. the last year. Yeah. <laughs> and I was venting this, and he just looked at me and said, well, why don't you write to them? Like, yeah. find yeah. a way to communicate yeah. to him, them. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Why don't I actually just say something? Yeah. Because um, complaining about it doesn't really do anything. Okay, okay, okay. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send a tweet. Try this. See what a happens. tweet, tweet. Okay, so the magpie <laughs> strikes, and then what? Well, then, you know, I, I first tweeted out to the TSO, and I said, yeah. hey, what's up with this new creations festival? And yeah. they did give me a very, like, professional, formulaic response, but they did acknowledge. They said, you're right. We we need to jazz this thing up. We need to yeah. punch this thing up and get into the 21st century. And they offered. They were like, you know, if you want to email us, please mm-hmm. do. And Great. so I did. Great. And you did. Okay. So behind the scenes, you were doing a lot of stuff too. <laughs> it wasn't just that public bit. Yeah. And the public bit's important though to get you in the door. I yeah. Think it is important. Um, Industry tactics. I mean, the public shaming is a. It's not a shaming, but it's a calling of people to. Uh, yeah. To task on out. some of this shit, you know, calling people out. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, no. Hey, listen. If it's if justified. If you're, if you're in the public, if you have a Twitter account, I think, it, I mean, it, it, we should be open to this kind of thing. And I'm, I, I was very fascinated by that dialogue back and forth. 
with them because, uh, oh, pardon me, so this is my, uh, oh, for fuck's sakes. Hold on a sec, it's my mom. Mom? Hi. Hi, I'm just working on something here. Can, uh, can I call, call you back? back? Call me back, okay? Okay, I love you. Bye. Okay. Bye, I love you too, bye. Bye. Sorry about that, Olivia. We're not That's getting okay. through this. But I thought the idea was really interesting when you looked at um, uh, the way they handled the tweet. So you fire oh off a tweet. So I sent him a tweet, and it was similar kind of tweet that I had sent to the TSO. And yeah. all of a sudden, uh, you know, I had tagged the RCM and I tagged Mervon, and the RCM did not respond. Uh, <laughs> Mervon responds, okay. and essentially starts getting very defensive very fast that's interesting yeah you know we i don't know him personally no and he doesn't know me personally exactly yes but yes it was just a very odd like him getting so defensive yeah. him trying to pat himself on the back through a couple tweets you know yeah. down the chain and wait a minute look at what i have done right i i, I oh, guess yeah yeah so he got a little defensive on that end for yeah sure, he for starts sure. comparing like Oh well, you know we've programmed this many women over the last four years, and you know, yeah, I was just like, um, that's great, but that means you've only really programmed kind of like one female composer every once in a while, right? Like right, that's right. not really something to be totally proud of. You've done the bare minimum, uh, yeah. and you're the Royal Conservatory of Music. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, that's not yeah. really acceptable, and that's not really okay. Like, and to also just get defensive like that. Well, I, I, I think you I think you spark a conversation that hopefully does lead to change where and I gotta say like for, for some of my experiences in, in with programming and prioritizing diversity is I think at first you have to like I worked for the government of Canada for two years booking events on Parliament Hill and and you know what was most fascinating about that what is we had to go okay um, are we programming First Nations artists are we programming um, you know, like, it, it, we just went, kind of went through this list of, like, female composers, everything, right? By the end of it, I know that sounds very, um, like, that was a robin, almost flew into us. I know that sounds very, um, programming by numbers, or, like, very, almost forced, right? Right. But, like yeah, I, I, yeah, but I actually think that it got me, and in, in my brain, uh, uh, like, curating it all the time, thinking a little more, until eventually it becomes natural, like... I mean, it's like it's like anything. If you don't, um, you gotta start out with some just like basics in terms of discipline. If your mind's not wired to necessarily think that way, so yeah. you don't get into a situation like the Royal Con where, oh shit, wait a minute, we forgot. You know, um, yeah. it, it's an afterthought that you had to remind them about. You know, I'm not saying they weren't thinking about that. I mean, you you know, you yeah, I, I don't know where they were at. It would be interesting to to hear a little more. So. You're well, back and forth with them. Did you learn, like, did you, I, what I'm getting at is I don't think it was a, it probably wasn't a deliberate move. Like, you know what, we're out to, um, we're out to not shine a light on, on the female composer. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think it was done with mal intent, you know? No, I, I think what happens is, uh, it's it, it sort of like what you were saying, like when you're not thinking about it all the time, yeah, like, yeah. you know. I don't want to hate on the conservatory. I don't actually, I don't hate them and no, I don't no, 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 hate no, no, the no, programming no, they do no, no. because sometimes, you know, they bring in, uh, musicians from all around the world. Yep. And yes, sometimes they do have like really interesting types of music being performed. Um, but sure, sometimes sure. like they don't. But sometimes and the they fall short. And yeah. You, and you were calling them on that. Essentially like it's a, 
it's it, it's a it's a pretty straight ahead yeah. point, right? And and the fact that they got upset, which is so silly, because you know yeah. I never said, "Oh, you're the worst for doing this." It's just hmm. I'm trying to point something out, and I think it's okay to have made mistakes or not be totally perfect as an arts organization. Yeah, and yeah. that good one. We're in this place where you know every most people are trying to do better and trying to engage more people yep. and you yep. know grow their audiences by including people who actually yeah. represent the city yeah and i, I really think it's uh, sometimes it's a matter of a, i hate to say like just putting it down on paper but like actually like clearly defining what the priority is you yeah. know um it, it, and it goes a long way it so goes a long way. i think it's just like groups who are able to say like hey we're not doing as well as we could be yeah, but yeah. there's a way we can do better and we're trying i really respect that and like that's amazing but other groups say like the conservatory when when someone is saying like oh well we're so we're, look at all this thing these things we did and we're so good and yeah. you know my favorite tweet from him was <laughs> uh where where was your tweet when we you know programmed a concert last year of all female composers oh, and i was like man. did you really need me to pat you on the back oh. like i'm some random person who has just messaged you on twitter and you <laughs> Here, there's a lot there here's what i'm gonna say i i actually think he's got a point like I think I want to I want to retweet like uh, I want to pay more attention to, and when I see it being mm-hmm. done I want to shine a light on it and go like awesome you know like yeah. he's right he's kind of right on that point he didn't need a pat on the back I'm with you but like you calling him out on it too I think he could have handled it totally totally different like yeah it's both right it's like and and um, I was also very inspired to think like you know, when you talk about the power of education and, like, you saying that you had this issue and Grego kind of just going, like, hey, Olivia, this is the power of education. Do this. Yeah. And you ran with it. And hopefully, I don't know. I. I so where do you think... What's your goal for that? Like, what's your hope for that dialogue that you had? Because sometimes Twitter isn't the best for, like, Getting solving yeah. problems. It might be good for, like shining a light on them but like now what right like i'm interested to hear from you on that like i i've been thinking about that and i gotta tell you like this podcast for me is is my answer to that (laughs) because like i had my fucking like i would just go nuts on twitter yeah about randy bachman or anything that was bothering me about the way the cbc was doing shit and i thought let me let me try to do something that's constructive so uh, yeah i want to hear about that like what do you think you're doing it right like you're 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 out there doing it but like yeah um well i'm trying to do a few things yeah uh, i am sorry for the wind noise friends oh yes no uh, it's not helping i don't know where it's coming from all right it's fine well, keep doing it keep okay doing it. uh i'm trying to talk to as many people as i can about it it's yes. that thing of you know i don't know if i can get media attention to this kind of thing i'm trying to and like i am in early works of having conversations with people but i don't know for sure yet yeah because it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. you know yeah, it's premature yeah so i, don't I love it though I, l- I love no good 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 I'm, I'm excited to hear that though i'm excited to hear that like it's prompted potential change and anyone listening to this like I, I really believe in that it's like if 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 one curator if if anyone programming a concert hears this and approaches the way they they d- i mean yeah. most people it's, it's dead obvious we got some philosophers walking by us listening it is dead obvious right i mean you want i think you want to program with that eye of, yeah uh, or with that ear or with right of of going 
yeah, I want to present the most diverse concert, however you define that, yep. possible. And this is something we talked about before at your concert yeah. uh, that I kind of want to go back to for a sec. Uh, thinking about the word tokenism yeah. and like people being afraid of that yeah. word. And what you said was so right on, which is, you know, there's a different level of intent behind what you were trying to do where it's like, yeah, you changed the way you thought about programming and you're mm -hmm. like, I'm not reaching these audiences. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you start to look at like, you start to reach out to those communities, be like, whether it's say first nations and you're yeah. like, uh, you know, I want to talk to more indigenous people and yeah. like find out who's performing and what kind of cool stuff are they doing? Yeah. Uh, or if it's yeah. people doing weird puppetry stuff, you know, you're like whatever community you're trying to hit, right. you know, if you're trying to go to say the deaf arts community, like yeah. what does it mean to, to find those people? Like how do you find them? How do you find out what they're doing? And it makes, it forces you to do a lot of research and actually learn about all these different groups yeah. and then reach out. So I don't know. I feel like tokenism has this very fine line of like either you have good intent behind it yeah. because yeah. it's not really tokenism yeah. anymore. It's you no. trying to actually do better. It's making an effort to to change to to to, to move the meter, uh, you know. And and I've every, everyone plays that part. Like it's like if, if reading the um and 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 truth and reconciliation is is definitely had its ups and downs over the last few years. But like reading the um the calls to action. I do, I do believe fundamentally in the, if every Canadian was to take on one of those calls to action and really, and own it, yeah. uh, we're in a better, we're in a better country after that, right? I mean, it's, I believe that, right? I think if, if, and same thing with tokenism, it's like, if you, I, I mean, that's probably the wrong word to use. It's, it's, it's like making an effort, a deliberate effort to hopefully uh, um, bring a constructive change uh, forward, right? And that can look, those can look really small. Like, it's yeah. those little ones, right? That, like, you think it's not important, but I don't know. I I'm believing more and more in those little decisions. Like, if you're curating an arts festival, if you're, there's, a, there's, a, we're all playing those, those, these are, like, they may not be the most important, um, well, there's much more important roles, I think, in yeah. in our society. But those are important ones for helping. I don't I don't know, portray or show. Um, what it can be, right? Twenty yeah. first this twenty first century business. Oh, you got to fly on you. Just just shake it, shake. It. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But I I, I, I it goes back to that word of you were saying is, is intent, right? And. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Educating you yourself and researching and just understanding that whatever bubble you live in yeah. is, you know, the bubble you understand, but that to understand another group, it's like you've got to engage and build relationships and educate yourself and research and yeah. make everything you do very meaningful to kind of bring that in and bring yeah. those people in. Yeah, it's it's and it, and it's it's sometimes having very difficult conversations, right? And so I no, I appreciate that. Like I'm uh, I'm uh, classically trained. I'm I'm not classically trained when it comes to uh, any of this shit, <laughs> right? Like it's, but I want to be open and 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 kind of vulnerable to having conversations that that might be difficult to try and learn. And that's um, I think if we're all doing that, then then good on us, right? Twitter. I don't know. That Twitter thing was was interesting to me because it's. Here's a here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Has there been any dialogue behind the scenes, or I guess I'm asking. Maybe that's a hard question. Well, uh, 
I didn't feel totally comfortable with the idea of speaking with Mer- just Mervon. Yeah. And I wanted to bring in other people because I think there are other people with really important voices or yeah. thoughts on yeah. this kind of discussion. Let's have a little symposium around yeah. around what can be done. I mean, that's exciting. Uh, and that's I exciting. wanted to do that, and I wanted to have okay. that kind of conversation, but uh, I don't think that's a thing the RCM seems to want to do. And what would what just let's brainstorm it. What would a symposium look like? Well, actually, on that matter, What's the dream there? Um, Juliet Palmer, Keep who going. is Keep amazing, um, yes. she's involved with the Canadian New Music Network, mm-hmm. and I know that's something she wants to bring to light with them. And you know, this is something she's been fighting for a long time too. Mm-hmm. Her and several other composers like Monica Pierce sure. and Becca Sims, and sure. um, there are others. I'm yeah. just not yeah, thinking yeah, of yeah, them yeah, right yeah, now. Sure. But uh, a group of female composers all wrote this letter to the Canadian League of Composers and um, we're asking for there to be policies created um, and yeah, so like not. she's been strong and like a, a big voice in this discussion over the last yep. couple of years yep. and I know she wants to pursue this in some way in like a symposium type thing to awesome. just awesome awesome get more voices included and yep. I think that's really important yep absolutely um, that's, that's exciting to hear Olivia yeah. So at this point, I'm I, I haven't checked in with Juliet in a little while, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that I know, that was something she was wanting to bring to the CNM, Cinnamon. I keep thinking of a Cinnamon. Yeah, but well, <laughs> to the Cinnabon, to the, <laughs> the uh, Cinnabon for the 21st century. No, no, that's 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 really exciting to hear because I think I and I think you gotta stay on that because I, you're you're bang on you're bang on with 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 bringing on these kind of conversations, right? It's gonna. It, uh, do you feel like it's a, it's a, there's a change? Do you feel like there's um? Yeah, it's I I don't know. I'm I'm slow. Yeah, but it's happening. For some organizations, I see a huge difference. Um, I think organizations that are doing really well that yeah, I like really admire are ones like the Music Gallery. Yeah, great. Um, I think yeah. they work so hard and they are constantly trying to better themselves and they're very open about that, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate. Nice, nice. Um, and you know I think it's important but it's you know it's so often these smaller groups right it's the small to medium sized arts organizations who are the ones who seem not more capable but are the ones who seem to be able to do more things to either change policies or change the way their venues operate whereas larger organizations like yeah. when you have 50 to 100 people for some reason moving the boats uh steering it's a, a little harder yeah, it's yeah i get it i get that I, I i and i understand that i mean but at the same time i i think they they stand they stand like if you just zoom out for a second and go man they stand to like yeah you could use the or the argument that to move a a, a, a a much larger ship takes a lot more energy and it's going to move a lot slower but boy they can I mean, if you crash that ship, it could make a serious dent. Yeah. Maybe that was a shitty analogy because it <laughs> involves destruction, but they could punch a lot harder too. I would argue, and like they have a lot more yeah, resources. Yeah, That's the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So right, sorry. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I think there's stuff happening. That's inspiring to hear what you're up to. Um. Do you? Uh, is there any Olivia short on tape? on tape recorded short oh yes uh (laughs) um i am in a saxophone quartet called dialectica right and um shannon graham 
who's also Wonderful. amazing. Uh, she she sort of started she started that project with um, Jay Vasquez, and then uh, Chelsea McBride plays in it. Oh wow! And I always remember, like, I went to school with Shannon and remember her always kind of yeah. wanting to do, like, an all-female sats quartet. And this was sort of, like, always a thing. Yeah. And then around, I think it was 2015, we ended up meeting one summer. And she had written some pieces. And Chelsea had written a piece. Mm-hmm. And Jay had written some music. Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to do a reading. And we hung out and had Korean food. And it was great. Here we go. The, the, ne- <laughs> the rest is history, right? Yeah. And yeah. then we just started playing together. Yeah. And, um... You know, it, the idea is it was two classically trained people with two jazz trained people. Love it. Uh, good, good little, good little yeah, there. yeah, it was yeah. great. And it is great. And yeah. uh, we play all original music that you guys are still doing your thing, right? Yep. Yeah. We just released uh, our EP okay. um, last week. <laughs> yeah, I guess let's, it was last uh, week. Let's shine a light on it. Let's play your favorite track from the new EP. Okay. Uh, oh, they're all really good. Um, I do love Cats Play. It's pretty fun. Tell us about it. Um, it's a piece that Jay wrote. Uh, it's it, like the very goofy, like think about a cat. It's yeah, super sure. goofy and it's sure. like quirky. And then there's this sort of music box part where it's all these um, interlocking rhythms. I just really like it. It's just super fun to play. So Olivia, yeah. we're going to end with Cat's Play. All right. It's a great honor to have you on, on the podcast and shining a light on Thank some you. of the things that you're up to. Best wishes May 10th. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> and wherever you go, we love you. Thank you.
That was Cat's Play from Dialectica Quartet. And thank you so much, Olivia, for opening up and bringing the change. Keep it up. We're loving uh, everything you're up to. And congrats again on getting that master's from the U of T's Faculty of Music. My name is Friendly Rich. Thank you for listening. And um, the magpie herself, keep on, keep on spreading those wings. We will catch up with you again next time on Industry Tactics. Please follow, you can follow Olivia on Twitter. And she does a good little thing like I do in my Twitter where she uses the underscore. You don't see that a lot these days. I'm at friendly underscore rich. And she's at Olivia underscore short with two T's. Don't forget the two T's. And you could tweet us at Industry Tactics. No underscore. But uh, see you again next time. Goodbye.